The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Envision, fostering a community for change. Your host is Thomas Rosenberg. In today's program, you'll meet fascinating people who are implementing innovative ideas to make a difference both locally and globally. Now, here is Thomas Rosenberg. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Envision. I'm your host, Thomas Rosenberg. Today, we're going to be discussing some of the aspects of a social solidarity economy. Building a regenerative community is systems work. It's not a short-term process to create a situation where people thrive in community. Some of the key questions that need to be asked include, what does quality of life mean? What does labor mean regarding one's purpose and how that relates to the community? What does it mean to be human? What are the attributes of community? Our guests today are two pioneering social entrepreneurs who are attempting to address these questions. Joel Frankie Hill de la Madrid and Carlos Duran Palazuelos own Ecotienda La Chowina, the only fair trade store on Puerto Rico. Joel and Carla, hi, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Hi, welcome. I mean, thanks <laughs> for having us. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's a pleasure to, to have you both on the show today. So just to start off, what is the origin of the store's name and what does La Chowina mean? Uh, La Chowina, it's an Aymara word. Mm-hmm. As you know, Aymara is one of the four main languages um, in Bolivia. Mm-hmm. So Oh, it means a um, gathering place. It's it's a place where you meet other people. You know, you encounter other cultures, uh, other other people actually. And in Bolivia, we call chiwinas this little um, like umbrellas that you set up in the markets, on the street markets, where people sell things and you know, like interchange things. So that's basically the idea of the shop. Yeah, we wanted to have our own Chiwinia here in Puerto Rico. We, we both live, uh, Carla is from Bolivia, and, and uh, I lived in Bolivia, as you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we wanted to bring a little bit of our travels to, to Puerto Rico, and that's why we set up our Chiwinia, a gathering place where people can, can meet up and, and do wonderful things. Wonderful. Well, so that that answers a little bit of my next question, which is what spurred you to establish the store? Was it just trying to to bring a little bit of your travels home or were there were there deeper deeper reasons? Um, it was the universe was conspiring for us to do it. Uh, we both were at a point in our lives that we needed to do something and we wanted to do it together. So um, we, we decided to open up this, the, the store, even if we didn't know what we were doing. Or... It all started with my passion for chocolate, actually. Yeah. When I moved here uh, to live in Puerto Rico 10 years ago, uh, I was looking for chocolate, but not just any chocolate, uh, but good quality chocolate and fair trade chocolate. 
because um, I had learned about fair trade and what it means while I was a volunteer um, in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I looked for it like in many supermarkets and specialty stores and health food stores, and I just couldn't find anything fair trade at all. So that's how come the idea started in our heads. Mm. Awesome. So besides chocolate, what do you have in the, what do you offer in the store? What, what's, uh, could you give us an overview what you offer? Well, uh, the store is a hybrid store. We have a small coffee, tea slash chocolate uh, uh, deli type uh, counter. And, and you also have a, a retail store, all in a small space. The retail store is composed of, a, of uh, three sections. One mm-hmm. is like a healthy market where we have specialty foods like chocolate and tea and coffee and marmalades and uh, personal hygiene things. Everything is uh, ecological and or fair trade. Uh, we also have like a fashion boutique section with accessories and bags and uh, beautiful things to wear, earrings, and, uh, and everything is fair trade or local. And we also have what we call the holistic bazaar, which is a little section where people can find things to, to develop their themselves and their spirituality so we have lots of journals and incenses and candles, candles and things like that so it, it's sounds, a, like a, it yeah. sounds like a wonderful selection it's it's a little bit of everything but the the main idea behind it all is is that fur trade or conscious uh consuming mm-hmm. so that's why we have a little bit of uh, everything that that promotes a, a healthy lifestyle and a uh, a lifestyle to connect with uh, with others and oneself. That sounds wonderful. So, could you explain a little bit more about why fair trade is so appealing for you? Fair trade. Well, we we both are uh, have been uh, social environmental activists in a, in our own way, and uh, when we decided to you know to, to find chocolate and and bring other products. We, we, we said that we couldn't possibly um, sell things that wouldn't go with our values. And fair trade was one of those certifications that actually sums up most of what we believe is good in the world and what we should be doing. Um, aside that, we also love to travel. And one of uh, the main ideas was to be able to go and connect with those communities that made uh, possible those beautiful things that we would be bringing. Yeah, visiting the farmers and visiting the artisans was one of the biggest, you know, like dreams behind all this. Uh, but for me, one of the most important things, you know, fair trade has um, 11 principles that um, like uh, all the countries in the world and all the businesses that are working under the fair trade label, they have agreed uh, on those 11 points. And one of the most important ones is um, stop uh, child labor. So as you know, chocolate along with cotton and tea are those kind of industries uh, that use a lot, a lot of child labor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like in making chocolate, sometimes you go and just buy a snack and you don't know that you're supporting those hundreds of kids being slavered in Ghana or in 
Ivory yeah. Coast, yeah. yeah. So it's, Denisha, it's, it, it's very difficult conditions, um, working conditions for uh, even artisans working in, in dangerous places and things like that. So fair trade has that, uh, that I, you know, that I really support. And then all the um, environmental practices too. For example, like what, what environmental practices are you trying to highlight or promote? Well, as many as we can. <laughs> well, uh, you mean through the products or through what we do every day here? How about both? Uh, first, first, first through the products and then secondly, what you're doing in your store. Okay, so for the products, uh, all the things that, are, that come from farms, Right, mm -hmm. they're grown in a environmentally friendly way. It means no pesticides, no uh, toxic anything. And then for the crafts, there's a lot of things that are being made with recycled materials. Like um, we have earrings that come from glass bottles, from cans, soda cans, from stuff like that. Tube oh yeah, the tube. bicycle tubes are amazing. Um, we have like wallets and messenger bags, things like that, that look even better than leather and last longer. Uh, there's a lot of uh, recycling and then also um, using leftovers like whenever you have a big piece of textile and you make a dress out of it, there's always going to be bits and parts that are usually thrown away. Uh, Fairtrade works a lot of uh, reusing all of those materials. Give them mm -hmm. more, more, more life, which is mm -hmm. uh, especially in, in this uh, over-consuming uh, system that, that we have that we throw away more than we actually buy or sell. And then for the things that we do here at the shop, uh, to begin with, like um, we were one of the first coffee shops that started using biodegradable and compostable uh, dishes, you know, like spoons and anything that you need to, to go to dispose, cups, all of that. Uh, we started using them and I'm really glad to see that there's a lot of more restaurants and coffee shops doing that now. Recently, yeah. In, in Puerto Rico, about two or three years uh, ago, ago we, we started seeing other uh, restaurants and coffee places uh, serving uh, to go uh, to go where uh -huh. uh, for uh, compostable or, or biodegradable and we, we were one of the first ones we actually had to import them from someplace else and <laughs> it's kind of expensive at that time and even the location of the shop was thought in those terms because um you know joel and i are architects so we were looking for a place that would be like an urban walkable town sadly in puerto rico everything's designed for the car so it's like all these big shops and like huge malls and you have to drive like everywhere. That was the hardest thing for me coming here to Puerto Rico um, that I had to, you know, get in the car even to go get some bread. Mm. So, yeah, 
enters this town and we're located nearby the, the, the university, university the main university campus yeah. exactly and we were just walking around one day and there's um we have the the metro the the train and it's just in front of one of the train stations so we thought it was a good spot because we could have you know the option to come in an alternative um, vehicle, <laughs> yeah. not just by and, car. And also give our clients the alternative to to not have to come in car. They, it, uh, the place where we are is called Rio Piedras and it's very bike friendly and it has uh, a main bus hub and a train station. So you could actually get in through many different ways. And we use the train to get in here most of the time. So uh, that also lowers our carbon, carbon footprint uh, for, for the store. Then we also do compost here uh, for the part of the, the tea and coffee shop. Uh, we save everything that is... All the organic. Yeah, all the organics. And it goes to... Uh, it used to go to a community garden. Now it goes to a garden that the students have inside the campus. Wow, you guys are doing a lot. That sounds like you did a lot of thinking, uh, you know, forethought around siting and your organizational processes. So that's fantastic. We will be right back after our short break, continuing our conversation with Joel Franke and Carla Duran from Ecotienda La Chowina. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you long to have a better love life? Relationships can be hard, but throw sexual problems into the mix, and it's almost impossible to keep that close connection you want to have. Colette Milan, sex and relationship therapist, has been there. She will give you sound advice to turn your libido back on and bring the love back into your lovemaking. Tune in to Making Love with Colette Milan every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
You are listening to Envision with Thomas Rosenberg. To find out more about the program, please visit our website at regenerate.coach. That's regenerate.coach. You can also visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. Now back to Envision. Here again is Thomas Rosenberg. Welcome back to Envision Radio. We are here with Joel Frankie and Carl Duran from Eco Tienda La Chowina on Puerto Rico. And we were talking about some of their work around building their business on Puerto Rico. So how did you guys get started with the store? Did you have mentors? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> we, we've had had mentors. Actually, that's uh, it's one of the main things that we... One of the, the most important things that we've, we've had, uh, and since our, our store is based on solidarity, we, we have been approached by many wonderful people to give us you know, free advice and free mentorship uh, just because they, they value what we're doing, and even from the start. Also, um, the Fair Trade Federation holds an annual a meeting. Uh, con- uh, Conference. Conference, right. So it's also a, a great way to to network over there. And there's many like talks Shops. and seminars, workshops where different topics, because um, this was really our first time doing this kind of business. Uh, I always joke around and say, you know, I, I never sold a cookie in my life. So uh, opening a store was something really, really new for us because when I came here in Puerto Rico, I was working as an architect, which, you know, that's what we studied. But then all of a sudden we were learning all these new things. <laughs> yeah. and, we had, and we had lots of help from, from some important people. Um, and uh, there's there's a couple of them that I joke that you know if, if it wasn't for them we do we wouldn't have the the store we because we really didn't know what we were doing at the time basically <laughs> yeah and also family my mom and sister they were very supportive my sister has a lot of knowledge she's um, business administrator MBA so yeah um, money wise we were we didn't know a lot so it was a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And how is the store being received now? Oh, well, really good. Um, since we are the only fair trade shop here in Puerto Rico, we still have uh, many people, you know, like really interested in what we're doing. We always get interviews from uh, local newspapers, radios, um, TV. Yeah, even TV shows. And since it's a. It's a movement that it's always doing something new. We always have uh, some news to share with with the people, so that that keeps it, you know, like every time there's there's something new to share. Uh, the The community around us is uh, very open minded since it's the university campus. So you know, the students are always very impressed that this is being done, and they're like really happy. So so are the professors. And then we usually do not get many tourists around this area, but whenever they wander off, <laughs> they, they find us for good the, local coffee. The off-the-beaten-path tourists. Yeah, exactly. 
so they come here and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, this is like a little shop in Portland or something like that. Or some say, oh, this reminds us from this little town in, in Spain where we were. So that's really nice. Well, we, we've seen the change. Uh, we've, we've been open for uh, going to be uh, nine years next uh, October. And um, we've seen the change in, in consciousness here in Puerto Rico. The, when we opened, people didn't really know uh, what, what even organic meant and, and even less what fair trade uh, was all about. And the new generations, the, the new kids that just got into the, to, to, to university this past semester, they, they have been very, um, very open and very supporting, they and they get it. It's like, oh, my God, I didn't know this was, yeah, uh, very this was happening in Puerto Rico. Because uh, uh, there are not too many conscious businesses that do what we do here in, in the island. So what is preventing other business owners from joining you as a conscious business or in the fair trade movement? That's a good question that I would like to be uh, to know the answer to. <laughs> there, are, there are a few, you know, like the, um, the organic farming, uh, it's, movement. it's movement, it's actually growing. When I came here, there was only one farmer's market, which was held like twice a month. And now we have many farmer's markets like around the island going on every weekend. Um, and there's, there's small little shops that are starting to open up sharing spaces, collaborative, um, spaces, that kind of thing. So it's been in the last two to three years that, you know, there's some that are, um, jumping into this trend, but also the, the economic thing, the global thing, it's kind of a problem. So I, I I would guess that I, I really don't know like for sure. Yeah, no, one of the things that uh that I was wondering is why why we have not been copied. Um, but uh, but that there are people that do want to. Just that we don't have. I guess one answer would be that in Puerto Rico there's there's a small like entrepreneurial. Uh, or there's a lack of entrepreneurial uh, culture. Uh, we all want to to have a job, but not be the the, the, the employer or the, the the owner. The owner to have the responsibility. To have the responsibilities, yeah. So I, I would my guess would be that that's what's uh, happening mm-hmm. more than people are not conscious or don't want to. So what are the biggest hurdles that businesses like yours face in getting started? Is that part of why you perhaps haven't been copied? Um, there's, it's definitely a small niche, uh, ma- uh, marketing uh, niche, where the the amount of people that would be conscious uh, or, or have the lifestyle, uh, it was very, very, very small when we when we uh, when we opened up, and now it's getting larger. Uh, but it's been uh, I don't know what to say, like swallowed up by by larger companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and still, it's it's a small island. Yeah, too. San Juan has uh, uh, only close to a million people. Only you know, compared to other big cities, it's uh, is very small. 
And uh, also with the economic downturn for the last uh, almost 10 years, <laughs> Uh, a lot of the more educated people who are usually the ones that are, that support these type of projects uh, have left for better opportunities in uh, to the United States. So the, the the niche is small, so not too many people uh, take the risk of uh, opening the business for to cater to them. Mm-hmm. Or to us, because I consider me myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carla, you were recently appointed to the Rio Piedras Development Trust, and I was wondering what the goals of the trust are and why you joined. Uh, it was my fault. <laughs> no. uh, we're still trying to figure out all those things. We have just, you know, started it um, a month ago. Uh, mm -hmm. But basically, the yeah, the trust. But basically, the idea is that uh, Rio Piedras has a historic downtown, which I consider uh, very valuable, and that it should be restored. And there's a lot of buildings that are um, vacant; they're empty, and they're getting, you know, like. A, a, it looks really bad for, for the whole street, for the, um, and they could be used. So basically one of the ideas uh, that we're going to try to work on is, you know, find those buildings, do, do some work, rehabilitate them for businesses, for housing, uh, because that's happening. So it's, it's becoming like a ghost town and it's really sad to see to see all these buildings just being left alone. Yeah, the, we, we just heard that they made a um, kind of survey for, for the buildings. And in this area, there are more Art Deco uh, buildings than in Miami. Um, so you can imagine the, the value of uh, Riberas used to be a very uh, big uh, economic uh, power center uh, for Puerto Rico. Uh, in the 80s, in the, up, to the, yeah, like 70, up to the 80, 70s and 80s, and it has been declined as all the, the urban centers have been declined in, in, the, in the U.S. And uh, we are crazy enough or visionary enough to think that we can uh, bring them back to life um, with new, uh, new businesses and new ideas and new people to live here. Just, uh, when you go to, to Europe and South America, you, you know, the Rupiras doesn't have anything to envy those, those big cities over there. And uh, that's, that's the reason why we set the store here. And uh, the reason we also want to connect with, um, with the, the opportunities and the, the projects that have been developing from the community. It's, it's part of our, our connection to the community to support that. So are you requesting community participation for ideas on usage of a particular building that will be rehabilitated, whether it's as a business or for housing? Yeah, it's going to be all open to, to the community suggestions and what are the needs right now. Uh, but as I told you, we are just at the very beginning of this like big dream and hopefully soon enough, I'll be able to tell you more about it. 
Yeah, in the communities in the in the downtown area here in Riberas are very well organized, and uh, there's been a lot of uh, community participation for projects. And this was the the trust was one of those that that was born from that participation. So I'm sure that that the trust is going to be uh, connecting, or I don't know, like getting uh, people to participate in the. In what they want for the community, for the community at home. That sounds fantastic. We'll be right back after a short break and continue our conversation with Joel Frankie and Carla Duran from Ecotienda La Chowina on Puerto Rico. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. Go join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Envision with Thomas Rosenberg. To find out more about the program, please visit our website at regenerate.coach. That's regenerate.coach. You can also visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. Now back to Envision. Here again is Thomas Rosenberg. Welcome back to Envision. We are here with Joel Frankie and Carla Doran from Ecotienda La Chowina on Puerto Rico. And we were talking about some of the work that they're doing, trying to promote a rehabilitated downtown in their neighborhood, Rio Piedras in San Juan. So you both are actively promoting fair trade and community involvement, cooperative business. What are you doing? What, what are all the activities that you're, you're active in besides the development trust? Oh my, 
we in 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 Puerto Rico we have a saying that someone that does a lot of things and is in, in many different uh, involved in involving different, different, different things we called uh, arroz blanco. Uh, <laughs> white rice is is in almost every meal here in Puerto Rico. So we have been doing so many things with so many people and supporting. Uh, we, we actually don't have enough time to do all the things that we want to do. Um, uh, as part of the the mission of the of the business um, and the reason why we have the 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 hybrid setup with the with the coffee tea and chocolate uh, counter, we 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 set up the space for people to come in and and gather. Right, that's the name of the the the, the name of the store, and um, we we invite many. Non or throughout the years, many nonprofits have come here to meet, to give talks, to have conversations, um, and to movie nights and and basically to to connect with what's what's happening. And uh, we've been a, an important place for 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 the good conspirations, right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, you're 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 conspiring. I get it. Yes. Yeah. When someone, when we started, someone told me that to conspire came from the root of to aspire together. So we have this aspiration that we can make a a, a better Puerto Rico and a better world, and we can we can conspire for good things with other people, and that's why we we have the the store open for that. That's awesome. So, what's your vision for Puerto Rico with these efforts? What do you? What, what's your dream? What are you aspiring to? We want to be able to first to live happy and to live healthy, and and, and because we 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 didn't have the the hubs or the places to be able to do that, we we ended up uh, creating our own. And open it up to to other people to to share with us um, our uh, that that lifestyle and that aspiration, and uh, we've been we've been able to do it. If, if I ever say that you know jokingly that we're gonna close the store, people will be like, "No, don't say that. <laughs> don't even dare." Because uh, <laughs> there's there's been a that that connection. Um, has has moved and helped a lot of people to do uh, a lot of things and and they really appreciate that we have put the effort and the sweat and the blood to 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 keep the the store open um, for for them basically we we do it for them and and for us and to 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 experiment actually uh, for an alternative ec uh, economy uh, we right now we've been invited the last couple of years to give a, a course uh, on on alternative business practices, uh, solidarity practices, and green practices, and uh, it's uh, it's been it's been really good uh, meeting people that are passionate like us to to do things. You're doing that in Puerto Rico. Yes, right now we're going through that. It's a uh, it's every every Wednesday. We have uh, uh, a nice group of people between people that want to do organic farming or do 
uh, ecotourism or uh, set up like an uh, engineering firm for for green products. Uh, the, those are the students that we have right now. Yeah, that's a course that's organized by by a university. We don't do it ourselves. You're just the teachers. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Facilitators. Facilitators. The facilitators. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering, you were mentioning what it meant to, you, you mentioned what it means to live healthily. And so I was curious, what does that mean for you, since I mentioned that at the top of the at the top of the show. Well, that has many, many dimensions to it. You know, uh, to begin with, to have our eight hours of sleep, (laughs) good sleep. Uh, Puerto Rico is is a beautiful island. So all this, uh, all the natural places, uh, the rivers, the beaches, everything you could imagine is, is there. So actually having also the time to be able to enjoy all those places and have the, the the people, the friends, you know, family to share it with, it's very important to us. But we also have this um, lifestyle, like you know, it's like vegetarian and practice yoga and meditation and and do all this inner work ourselves. Which brings us, um, I find it brings me balance and it brings me this joy and energy to wake up every morning and start the day. So, so it's, a, it's a mix of inner things and outer things. Our healthy lifestyle is a spiritual lifestyle, it's a, it's a uh, healthy eating lifestyle, it's a healthy connecting or uh, enjoying time with friends and family, uh, enjoying our time by ourselves also. So so we're glad that the, the business has allowed us to, to be able to have a little bit of that time to, 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 to develop that lifestyle that we didn't have when we were working for other people, when we were... Um, where there were not as many opportunities to to be able to go out or eat healthy or or um, you know practice our spirituality. Mm-hmm. So where do you guys look for for guidance and for inspiration? Ta-da! <laughs> From the entire universe. <laughs> um, I guess that that's part of the the inner development that we were talking about uh i don't think we actually like i do not look for it it sort of finds me (laughs) the inspiration or or the teacher at the moment or the wise words that you need to hear so for me it's very important to um make space in my mind and uh create this silence you know like create this space of silence so all those things that I think are within us, uh, I would be able to listen to those things. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I'm not searching so much outside no. right now. We also we also make the effort of trying to travel someplace at least once a year to be able to to see other uh, uh, well to, to to be in other a different contexts and see other 
places where we can get uh, inspiration and try to connect with other business owners as well. Um, and that, that has helped us uh, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I think now that you mentioned all the travels and things, that uh, gives me lots of energy. And it, um, I think, you know, it enlightens up the creative part of me. So connecting with different cultures, seeing all their crafts. Eating their food. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Eating their food. And uh, that really motivates me and and it does inspire me a lot. Mm. That sounds lovely. So you mentioned earlier the Fair Fair Trade Federation. And I was wondering, is there... Are there other networks of like-minded businesses that you've joined for best practices or ideas that other people might be able to learn more about and, and join if they're interested? Well, um, right now I uh, I follow a lot of blogs. I mean, we don't we haven't we I wish I had the time to be able to connect with many other of the, uh, of the other uh, networks. Um, but uh, ones that come to mind is uh, the Green America, uh, Green Business Network, which uh, we've been certified uh, from, the, our business has been certified, or we, we remember. The Bali, which is Business Alliance for Local Living Economies. I really like that blog and the things they're doing. Um, there's the... It, it, Economia Solidaria, the Solidarity Economy Network, which is right now almost worldwide. I follow a few of the blogs, the North American and the European and the South American blogs. So, so to be able to learn and connect and, and also be inspired by, by the new ideas and the new things that have been uh, going on in different parts of the world. And you know, half the time I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that here. But, you know, <laughs> it doesn't always work that way. Though I think we've done a lot of things, you know, for because we, we both are very creative and, and we have not been able to stop creating new things or bringing new things uh, over. Some people come in here, it's like, oh my God, you have, I don't know, uh, uh, it's recycled plastic toothbrushes. I'm like, yeah, we've had it for the last eight years. I'm like, what? I didn't even know they existed. And uh, so we've been pioneering a lot. Of, we've been bringing a lot of pioneer uh, products and ideas, and uh, to you know to share that, that that lifestyle that we want to to have and have others have with us. That sounds awesome. We have to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
What is your purpose? In the journey that we call life, our values are pre-programmed into us before we're born. During our lives, we pick up life's lessons and soul connections along the way. We explore this path on Soul Sessions with Solstice, featuring hosts Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Our program is designed to help you more confidently live from your heart and not just your head. Tune in live for Soul Sessions with Solstice every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Envision with Thomas Rosenberg. To find out more about the program, please visit our website at Regenerate.coach. That's Regenerate.coach. You can also visit our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. Now, back to Envision. Here again is Thomas Rosenberg. Welcome back to Envision. We are here with Joel Frankie and Carla Duran. We were talking about the different sources of fair trade and conscious business blogs that Joel and Carla follow. And I wanted to know your how you choose your suppliers, because obviously you, you're really focused on certain finding certain types of products with certain values that are embodied in those products, and they may not all be available already through... Uh, purveyors on Puerto Rico. So how do, you, how do you find them and how do you select them? Well, uh, for the fair trade certified products, it's um, through the Fair Trade Federation. Any, you know, all the crafts that uh, the communities, the cooperatives that are part of the Fair Trade Federation, we get the, their information. Uh, usually they would send us an email or sometimes they send us a catalog, you know, saying there's this new cooperative in Guatemala. So that that's the way we get in touch with them. Uh, basically, we shop, uh, most of the times we shop directly from the co-ops. Some other times we shop through a third party, which would be um, an NGO that is helping different small communities. So it's easier to shop through them because it would be difficult to get shipments, you know, from Vietnam or Cambodia. So that's the way it goes. Then for the part of the healthy market, um, Joel does an amazing work scanning every single item. He verifies it through different apps he has in his phone. They have (laughs) to meet his very high standards. Uh, and sadly, uh, through all these years, we had to let go some of some of our products. Uh, I remember we had honest tea at a time, and 
the tea was still good, you know. But the thing was that uh, I I don't know it was Pepsi or some of those Coca Cola big companies started to distribute them. So we were like, no, 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 we cannot work with that. And you know, because I just couldn't picture Coca Cola a big truck here in front of our shop delivering those teas. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to sign a check to Coca Cola. So forget it. <laughs> and um, it happened uh, that way with some other products that actually they were not as good as they were saying they were. So we're very careful with that. With that. We also we also have um, uh, an evaluation process for local products. We, there's a lot of people that come in and try to offer us local things and uh, we don't take them instant, instantaneously. We have them go through the, 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 the 10, uh, the 11 uh, fair trade principles and tell us which ones are the ones that they believe they, they, meet. they meet. And uh, if they meet more than five, you know, but more than half, then then we accept the the product. So most of the things that we have here from crafts and yams and I don't know uh, chocolate soaps and soaps they they go through that screening. So so the store keeps its conscious consumer and conscious uh, and fair trade values. Uh, so it's easier for the clients. You know, they they could really trust that everything here and meets those standards. And we also were able to work with some of the local producers, like there's this couple of ladies who make soaps, and we were able to introduce them to like fair trade shea butter or fair trade cocoa butter, which are the main ingredient ingredients mm -hmm. for their products. So that was awesome, because we were able to make them see the benefits uh, not only the social benefits, but actually uh, the better quality uh, of, of this other uh, kind of ingredients. Yeah, they, they had to raise their prices, but they have been selling more because the quality is so amazing. Uh, when, they, when, when they source through, through us the fair trade uh, materials. And of course we have them here, right? <laughs> <laughs> that helps. So how long does it take you to, to select this? How long is this evaluation process? I could go anywhere from two weeks to a month. Yeah. And the, another thing that we do is that it's not only Carl and I who screen them. We give the, the, the write-up to our most hardcore clients. And it's usually them that decide which products are worth being here and which wow. aren't. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and we're, we're kind of proud of that. There's, a, there's this woman who always comes in and asks me, do you have any new products? I want to see this. Yeah. Uh, we wow. have uh, a crew of people, and it's really nice because some of them are, like, environmental uh, committed, you know, like, really hardcore. And some of them are on the social spectrum of things. So it kind of balances out. Uh, we had an artist, she was very tough on crafts. She was like, no, 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 this looks like a kindergarten thing. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's been a process. And the new thing that we started developing, I think, a year ago, it's like 
the Chewinia brand mm-hmm. for some products. We actually now have our own soap. Wow. Which is, <laughs> which is a chai soap because uh, the best seller thing, the best thing we have in the shop is the chai tea. Mm-hmm. So it's a chai scented soap made with our tea and, and uh, our sourced uh, cocoa butter and shea butter. And it's just wonderful to bathe wow. in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's next for you both and for La Chowina? Oh, there's so many things. One of the things that, that we, we're, we want to do is that we, we want to turn the, the business uh, to, to be kind of like a workers' cooperative. So our uh, employees will become also partners. And uh, that's one of the things that we'll be working on in the next few years, a couple of years, uh, as our goal. We also want to open up a a virtual store, a, an e-store. So all of those people that used to come here that now live in the United States and work, uh, or in Peru, or you know, in Spain, they can actually get products from Latvia and they can support us, and we can send them. Uh, with all, all our love, uh, the, the things that they like. So those are kind of like the two main things that, that we, we have in our future. Awesome. And so how can people follow the, the, your story and visit the store, either virtually or in uh, person? Yeah, in, we're very active on the social media. Social media yeah. um, you, can, it, the, you can find us as La Chihuahua almost anywhere. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Google Plus, uh, Twitter, and it's um, you. You can find it in, in uh, underneath these uh, audio thing, and it's uh, La Chihuahua is L A C H I W I N H A, and uh, and it's super easy to find us in Google Maps and all the maps and Yelp and all those. And, and please so you can come, come visit, visit us. Come to Puerto Rico. It's really awesome. You you love Puerto Rico and you love La Chihuahua and uh, and and your time here. We we've had a lot of people that actually there, there's this this person who comes once a year and he always always come to to the store because it's his favorite place in Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I will I will be buying my plane ticket shortly. Thank you, Joel and Carla. It's been a pleasure having you here on the show today. We spoke about social enterprise and some of the work required to create an inclusive cooperative economy. On our next show, you're, you're, you're very welcome, Carla. On our next show, we'll be talking about community building and agricultural supplier networks. On my voiceamerica.com host page, you'll find announcements, a recording of today's show, other shows, and my social media links. Thanks again for joining. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Envision with Thomas Rosenberg. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.